You're back and so are we. This is Z. And this is Amy. And you pressed play on today's homework episode of Curse Words and Crayons Presents True Crime. If you're new around here, we have a pre- we have a pre-show to a pre-show to <laughs> each case which we title our homework episode. We will close out with the actual case overview so you will find out like what crime we are going to come and talk back about in full length on Sunday or Monday or whenever you decide to come back and press play because this is on you. You make your decisions. This is a choose your own adventure type of style of community we have and we want to empower you with the knowledge that yes this is in your hands you decide so anyways yes we'll be back on sunday that's when we that's when we upload um but yeah amy how are you i am really really good the sun is shining my kids are getting outside more I feel like it's always the battle of the weather when we talk about um, our like intros and when we're doing things with the podcast, because as you guys know, if you've listened for a while, Z is in Texas, I am in Ohio, we have very different weather. Um, But the sun is shining here, it's in the 60s, which for us is like hella super warm. So we're very, very excited. And I'm just ready for spring. I'm ready for about a month or so from now to be complaining that it's too hot and I wish it was colder. And, you know, I'm just, I'm constantly a complainer. But we're gearing (laughs) back into some recreational activities for the kiddos. So that is really exciting. They're starting soccer and they are getting back into swim. So I am going to be in like full mom sport mode and I'm here for it. Not so much the sports part, but the getting my kids outside for some fun activity part. Yes, I love it. Okay, so is this a soccer league where everybody wins or do they keep score? No, they keep score. Uh, okay. My my husband played competitive soccer from the time I knew that. that he I knew was that. like four. So I think that if I tried to sign them up for like an everybody wins thing, which if I'm going to be honest, like I would rather them do, uh, he would divorce me. So this is like full like soccer regulation, like cleats, the whole nine thing. And he is so pumped. And I am like, please give me an episode of Gilmore Girls. I don't want to watch sports. I am not a sports person, but my kids are excited and he's excited. So I will be excited too. I mean, soccer is pretty easy to understand. I dated a soccer player in like middle school and high school and a little bit in college here and there. And I would go with them sometimes to tournaments or maybe I only went once to his little brother's tournament. I vividly (laughs) remember that. So maybe it was a one-time thing. I don't think soccer is that bad. Here is why I have such a problem with the everybody like wins leagues or where they just don't keep score at all. What happens in your child's real life when they do not win first place but now they're 10 and it is their first that they are trying to 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 wrap their head around this i just feel like in life whether this is fair or this is not fair because i'm not here to debate that right there's a winner and there's a loser i don't want i don't no kids should feel like losers. That's sad. Everybody should like, I feel like every, the participation trophies, I feel like are great. I feel like giving everybody um, like at the team party, giving every single person like their own special award, like class clown, blah, 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 blah. But not everybody is going to be number one pitcher. 
you know, not everybody, or we're talking soccer, whatever, not every, right. whatever if you sport. don't, mm-hmm. if you don't make the goal with the ball, you don't get a point. That's life. Right. So that's why I, sometimes I have a problem because I am not a gracious loser. I am a poor fucking sport and I've been losing since day fucking one. My was never. <laughs> I know uh, I won a lot, too. OK, that's my very competitive nature. Of course, I made sure that I won a bunch. But the point I never is lost. I always yeah. won. Fuck that. But the point is, let me pull out all my first place trophies and medals and shit. Right. Look at this. And um, this is when I won this, and this is when I won this. Yes, no, but the point is, at the end of the day, even though I'm not a gracious loser, it just was like, okay, I remember walking, I was smart. Maybe I still am smart, but it like I was like in the like gifted classes that they called gifted and talented, like a bunch of ass hats. Like I think we still call it gifted and talented in certain places. Yeah. That's just like yeah. not kind. Like that's not whatever. Anyway, right. So like I was in the gifted and talented classes, and I was like pretty smart in high school. Even though I didn't apply myself, I still felt like I was like up there with the smarty smarts, right? Like mm-hmm. I could whatever. I went to college and I had never known how stupid I was. So I just feel like with sports and then I came back for community college and remembered I'm real smart. Like, um, yeah. you know, that was just, you know, I was in an right. elevated scenario, but anyways, like not that, not that people who go to community colleges aren't like as smart or anything like that. You can get a great education. I just mean like when the pool is smaller, it's easier anyways. So yeah. all, all of this to say I would hate for my kid to be like 15 and just now realize that she can like lose at things or even like 10. Like right now, it's like it's like sharing. Like not everybody can play with that doll at the same time because there is one doll. I don't know. Is this a me thing or? I hear what you're saying. We don't, (laughs) we're one of that. We're the weird family that we don't make our children share. So um, I, we believe that like, if you have something that's like really yours, like I encourage you to share that with somebody else, but like, that's just yours. And if you don't want to share it with somebody, like you have to learn how to deal with that conflict. Like if that other child is upset, like you got to walk yourself through it. So like I get, but I get what you're saying. Um, I guess for me, the whole problem I have with like competitive sports is um, usually the asshole parents, like the, the yeah. parent that's yelling and screaming, the coach that's treating them like dirt. Like I'm not down yeah. for that. And so I also don't like, there's enough horrible things happening in our world. Like I don't need my children to feel like they're worthless. So if we can like, if we can play a sport where like there's a winner and a loser, which I, I also get. I want it to be amicable. <laughs> I don't want it to be like, I want there to be some good sportsmanship in there. And I just feel like in the sports that I have observed, we don't see that a lot. And thus far, I mean, my kids are so little, so like we're, they're not doing a lot of competitive stuff. Thus far, they've really only done swim. And our niece does like, she is on a swim team, so she swims competitively. But Love I really it. seem to like the way they do it. Because number one, it's an individual sport. You're not, I mean, mm-hmm. you're playing against other people, but it's not, like you're really doing it to like better your own time to like I get that swam competitively for 15 years and let me just tell you the only time I ever cared if my team won or lost was like in the summer leagues other than that I couldn't tell you if my fucking high school team ever won or lost but I could tell you all the races that I won or I lost right. because yeah it was about like your own thing yeah, so it'll together. be interesting to see yes it'll be interesting to see 
I don't know. So I, and may, who knows? Maybe they'll start playing and I'll become like that asshole mom. That's like. Or maybe, maybe our duty from this conversation that we take away is when we see asshole parents, we have the courage to walk up to them and tell them to stick that straight up their fucking asshole. Right. This kid is seven. Why are you yelling at him? Like he's got a Mm -hmm. lot happening in his life right now. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly. What's going on friend. So exactly. Maybe it's time to hold like, not that I love confrontation, but also maybe it's time to hold other people accountable for their actions. I'm into it. That's my new job then. Starting Thursday, <laughs> I'm the accountability mom and they're all going to hate me. That's okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. Listen to our podcast. I'm actually really funny. I'm just making, I'm challenging myself. So we'll see what happens. But yes, so we're excited about that. I'm ex- I love, I love watching them swim and I never swam competitively. I was a lifeguard all through like high school and college. Um, I became like an a lifeguard instructor trainer like I went like all the way with lifeguarding because I worked at camps so one thing that was really important to me was that my kids at least knew how to swim like I don't care if you want to swim competitively I don't care if you want to take that any further but you need to be able to get yourself in and out of a pool if you were to fall wet kids to the car and that just didn't feel safe to me so we stopped over winter and then um and now we'll be back so we're excited to do that but what's going on with you what's happening Oh, I'm just super excited for this episode coming up because it was a fun bit of research and I am ready to give one of the two product recommendations this month because we have two episodes, two homework episodes a month and that's where we also give product recommendations. We think it's fun. If you don't think it's fun, I mean, that's on you. You're here, you're listening, we're friends and you're in for the ride. So today I am going to recommend another book. I like to read. I like plants. I am going to recommend both of those. I also like to run. I'm going to recommend all three of those for you to do in your life all the fucking time. I'm sorry, but this is in fact another book and it is a good book. It's by the same author, which is Grady Hendrix, but this one's called My Best Friend's Exorcism. Amy and I both finished it recently with a friend that we met in our internet community space. So how fun is that? Shout out to yeah. Samantha. Hey, and Samantha. it was right. And it was just as messed up as the last book that we read oh. by them, which was the final girl support group. Amy, which did you prefer? Uh, My best friend's exorcism or the final girl support group? Oh, that's a really hard question. I think of the two books, final girl support group was my maybe my favorite of the two, but as far as like final girl support group kept me on my toes, like the whole time. Like I, it was more of a thriller. Whereas my best friend's exorcism was more, I don't know. I feel like maybe more of like a slow burn, which I liked. I liked them both, but like final girl support group is more my like reading style. I like those thrillery type books. And while my best friend's exorcism was on a similar plane, it's still like kind of scary and creepy. It was a little more, I don't know, like funny, like lighthearted, if you can, if you can call an exorcism lighthearted, but it was good. I really liked it. Every time I finish one of his books, I'm like, I hate this book. And then like an hour later, I'm like, no, okay. I like it. Like it was fine. So I had to like get over the end, but it was really, really good. Yeah. And it was fun to like read it alongside of like you and then Samantha and kind of like talk about it too, which was really cool. So 
I just honestly think with Grady that if I skipped the last like chapter or something that I would feel a lot better about the books in general. That's my Maybe one that's thing. What it is. Yeah. The like the wrap up. I'm not a fan of. It just makes it like too normal. It makes it like the bows too pretty. It just yes. feels feel that's a personal opinion. I'm glad that you share that. Regardless, the books are great. He also has written a vampire slang something or other book. Southern Guide to Vampire Slang. Or yeah, something. it has yeah, something peaches. like that. Yeah, yes, it has there's a peach on, on the, the cover. Front. I think I'm going to read that too. Anyways, so basically all three books. We'll just go ahead. We'll recommend them as an author um brady hendrix you can find the final girl support group and you can also find my best friend's exorcism on scribd if you are like me and you are a scribd person also these books are severely popular right now so your library list might be a little bit long check out scribd if you want it's great as well Okay. I did get mine from my local library, just so you know, and it did not take as long as I thought. So okay. Um, but it, I was on a wait list for my best friend's exorcism for a while, but I, as soon as I started Final Girl, I like put it on my wait list so that I could do it. So that was yeah, helpful. yeah, yeah. I definitely think you should get it. And if you're not in our Discord group, you should be because I, I'm the grandma in this situation, and Z knows all about Discord, and I knew nothing. But it's super, super fun so far. And I know that Z's been kind of toying back and forth with maybe doing like a book club on there. And I think that would be super fun. Yes, I have been. Also, I've been more onto Twitter lately as well. And they mm -hmm. have these things and they're called Twitter spaces and it's audio only. And you can do this in Discord as well. And I also like oh, it. But, but anyways, like I've been thinking about some like live Q and A's or something like that. I was just trying to think it would be a way, it wouldn't be like Instagram live. Like we could actually yeah. get feedback from a lot of people and it just seems mm -hmm. like a fun place to be. So if that sounds like a good time to you guys, one, make sure you're following us on Twitter. It's CWC true crime is our handle mm -hmm. um curse words and crayons was too long and they did not like that so we had to change it a little bit but yeah go and check us out follow us and let us know what you think about that i think it would be fun i think it should be something that we should do anyways it would help like branch out the community and also right now i've been having a lot of fun on uh twitter it's nice to take off the like aesthetic yeah piece of things sometimes mm -hmm. even though I really like beautiful things <laughs> I mean love taking photos of my house to share with people and things like that but yeah it's anyways so if that sounds fun to you guys join us on discord also follow us on twitter um we yeah we're just trying to mix around like ways that we can make this a super fun community for you but we would need your personal input on that because fun is subjective <laughs> absolutely absolutely but I like that we're doing different things because different strokes for different folks right like I love Instagram but I do feel like right now it's a little bit of a, a limbo-y space so you know it's between reels and aesthetics and all kinds of stuff I still love it don't get me wrong I'm not going anywhere but um it's nice to have the different pieces in the discord and not necessarily a case <laughs> that you it's probably one you've all heard of but not one that you're gonna like find like breaking news on this case in the news and we're gonna talk about the roanoke colony 
So the Roanoke colony was England's first colony in North America, located in what is today North Carolina. It was established in 1585, so we're taking it back old school. It was abandoned and then resettled again in 1587, and the colonists had a very little regard for their new environment and were soon in conflict with the people who were already in that region. So essentially, this is like set up for failure type situation. The early colony project lacked adequate planning and logistical support. Furthermore, an attack on a Native American village and the murder of its chief would permanently sour relations for those that followed. The second group of Roanoke colonists were left to their own devices and when hopelessly delayed resupply ships did finally arrive, there was no trace of them except for one word carved in a tree trunk, which was Croatoan. You hear stories about this, you know, case, so to say, and I'm really excited to really dive in and learn a little bit more about it because I only know like what I've seen on like Supernatural or like other things, you know, like, you know, it's not something I've ever done <laughs> research into. So Z, are there any things, if they're going to do research prior to Sunday, is there any things that are like a must, must, must? Okay, there's a lot of things. Ooh. There's a lot of things, but... I'm not going to list all of them because there are so many documentaries that you could be watching. Like mm. so many. I personally think that I'm going to be watching Search for the Lost Colony. That was released in 2015 because that okay. is one of the like more recently released yeah. Yeah. things. So I feel like maybe they won't have the most up-to-date knowledge. But my brain feels like that that means that they have the most up-to-date knowledge, you know? Um, Sounds like it. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, there are also a lot of books. I was really overwhelmed when we took on this episode, like research-wise. Like I was really stoked yeah. for it, but research-wise, when I started to do the Googleins, mm -hmm. uh, it was just yeah. There's there's a lot. So I really, instead of giving you resources that you should read or like listen to or watch, I would really like if you input like personally, if you're doing any research. Let us know what resources you're using to do so. Um, yeah, I've just a lot of articles. Um, I kind of want to, I don't like horror stuff, but uh -huh. this has been making me think about, isn't there an American horror story um, season on Roanoke? I think there is. I will I, gladly volunteer as tribute though. I love American horror story. Is it too scary for me? Yes. Okay. <laughs> For you, probably. But let okay. me, I'm going to look it up while we chat about, I think it's on Hulu. I've always wanted to watch The Coven because I love me a story about witches. Yeah. And I've seen like, and I've been to a couple places where they filmed American Horror Story, like on ghost walks or tours and like, yeah, in different states. And I think that it sounds like such a good time. I don't think mentally and physically that my body could take it. I feel like the anxiety would simply implode my insides, mm. you know? Yeah, I don't know. I want to, but I'm scared. It's the sixth season mm -hmm. of American Horror Story. So maybe I will, I, 
I'm fairly certain I've seen all of the seasons. I don't remember watching it though. So I'll have to check it out. I'll let you know. If anybody has seen it and is if it's worth it, let us know for sure. But also I'll give it a little sneaky peek before you watch it because if it's too scary. Some I, some of their seasons are way too scary for me. Yes, that's what I've heard. I've heard some seasons are like poop your pants and then other seasons are just like mild anxiety. You know, like maybe you need some water near you because you're going to be sweaty. But other than that, like, you know, you could probably power through. You know, I need to know if I could watch maybe one or two episodes during the daytime when Mm -hmm. it feels safe or if I just need to skip it all together, you know, because I'm going to be huddled in a corner. um, I don't know, with rocking back and forth. I can't mom like that for too many days. So it's not so great. It's probably not super fun. Or no. healthy to do that. Exactly. But for this episode in particular, we are going to be covering more of the theories behind what happened mm. to the settlers as a focus. Or else we'd be here for like ages and ages and ages and ages. We could talk about the um, injustice to the Native Americans that were already current li- currently living there at that time. And how we as, you know, people just decide, oh no, they wanted us to come and take their land and kill their people and infect them with fucking smallpox. Like they liked it. It's, it's exactly America. Like yeah. Of course. Of course they need our help. They are simply so stupid. They cannot do anything with that. They've only been, you know, they only have their own language, their own religion, all like they only grow yes. their own food, um, have like these complex social communities. But yes, they need us and our Jesus. And that's the only way to live. Yes. And I love that because I love, I love, and I have a very love hate relationship with like unsolved cases where we don't have an answer because I love when we can kind of speculate wildly about like, what if, what if it was this or what if it was that? So So I think that'll be fun. That's what, that's what you're going to come back and we're going to do. Love it. I love it. We're going to give you just like a brief, like a rundown on the timeline, but mainly we are going to be focusing into the crazy ass theories behind it so love it yeah i love it so i always think it's cool when our podcasts feel a little bit like a history lesson which is really interesting to me to say that because i'm not a history person like my dad was the dad that always took us to like museums and like wanted us to go and look and i was like please shoot me i don't want to learn about history i'm not interested but since we've started doing this podcast, I'm telling you what, some of my favorite episodes, like our Poison Lady episodes, talking about Lydia Sherman, all of those, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I'm into it. So I love that that we're going to go over this. It gives us a little bit of a break from the current heebie-jeebies of things that are going on in the world. So it makes it so much more interesting for us. Pod, or the research for this is a little bit overwhelming for Z. So I'm just very grateful that she digs through all that stuff so that we can come back and talk about it. So we'll be back for our full length episode on Sunday. If you wanna do research along with us, please go ahead and do so. Resources will be in the homework notes. Uh, If you have anything to share, let us know for sure. We would love to, we would love to see that. We've had a couple of listeners reach out to us about our Crystal Rogers episode with some updates to like 
um, some different podcasts and different things that kind of cover the whole Bardstown murders as a whole. So I really appreciate when you guys reach back out to us and are like, hey, look at this or read this or find this article. So that's very exciting. But we will be back on Sunday, whether you research or not, to talk with you about all of the things Roanoke. You know where to find us in the meantime. We will talk to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.